communion with the Holy Word, peace. Peace be multiplied. What another blessed Sunday. Seven times 
they will rise again because God is going to support that child, his child, his good father, until that child is able to get up on his or her feet. They will rise again. So there's many of you out there that are listening to me. We're going through some tough times right now. There's a lot of trials and children. We're going through some tough times right now, financially, health-wise, in all different situations. We're going through tough times right now, and you may be down now. This may be your second or third time, but the Bible says because you are a child of God, you can fall seven times, and you will rise again. Amen. That's right now. No matter what your condition, your condition is in, you will not quit because you know God is on your side. Once, twice, huh? three, four, five, six, seven times, he's going to pick you up again. So wherever your finances are right now, with all of this going on, you've got to tell yourself, remember I believe in you the scripture's affirmation, I will rise again. Because the Lord, sure I fell, this is my third time, but I will rise again. And then Proverbs 37, 23 to 24, and the NIV says, Though the Lord makes the steps of the one who delights in him. And, and because we love him, even though we have fallen, he's going to make our steps firm because huh? we delight in him. You delight in the Lord. He didn't say you wouldn't fall, but he says, after falling, sooner or later, he's going to make your steps firm. It doesn't matter how many times you fall. Listen to the church. How many times you fall, he will make your steps firm. Because you keep trying, and you keep trying, and you keep trying, it makes God smile. That's his child. And he says, now I'm going to make his or her steps firm because they delight in me. Right. Okay. Though he may stumble. And, and though he may stumble, the Bible is saying, we're going to stumble. We're going to stumble along this journey. We're, listen, we are striving for perfection. We are striving. What striving means we're trying to reach perfection. And we're going to stumble before we reach perfection. And then, you know, we do the laboratory thing. The least we can be is fall on excellence. But we here at Christ Temple Lord and our friends, we know we're going to teach our children. We're going to teach ourselves. We're going to listen to the scripture. We don't know. We don't matter what our condition is right now. This too, this too will pass. Amen. The Lord's going to keep me from stumbling. You're going to go through some situations and and circumstances in life, children, listen to what I'm saying, it's your life. And so you may stumble. But will not fall. But you won't fall. The Bible says you will stumble, but you won't fall. The Bible says you will stumble, but you won't fall. I have stumbled in my life many times, but after I got, and failed, but after I got saved, really saved, and really got committed to God and loving God, I stumbled. But this time, I didn't fall. Right. For the Lord upholds him or her with his hand. For the Lord upholds you in his hands. He didn't say you wouldn't stumble in his church. He just said you won't fall. He said the reason you won't fall is because of who he is and because of the love that he has for you. He'll hold you up. He'll keep you from falling. You see? Isn't he a beautiful God? Amen. I, I, love, I love to know that he understands that in my life and in our lives that we're going to stumble. But he said, it's okay. You may stumble. First of all, before uh, 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 
we got saved and we were just kind of in church, kind of saved people, we fell. But he stayed right there with us and worked with us. Now that we are saved and we are under the power of the Holy Spirit, we still won't stumble. But we won't fall. Because God is going to uphold us according to the scripture with his hands. He said he would do that. So it doesn't matter what's going on in this country right now. Doesn't matter. You see, it doesn't matter who's going to be in charge. Doesn't matter. Because they can't keep me from stumbling and falling. So it doesn't matter about who's up, who's here. It only matters who's up there. God said, Johnny, I'm going to keep you from falling. And I'm going to uphold you. No matter what the country does, all of the stuff that's going on. You see? He says, I'm going to hold you, uphold you with my hands. Alright? And so see, here, let me talk a little bit. So there's a lot of things that we, we're worried about too much stuff. There's too much stuff now going on for us to even figure out what's going on. You can waste a whole lifetime. I couldn't look at the news as much as I used to look at the news because I'm a news fanatic. But there's too much stuff going on now. So I, I only give myself a little news time. Because what happens is you'll get caught up in the things and try to figure out things that you can't figure out. You understand? And, and so what I've done is, and what we need to do is cut down the, the bad news time and open up the Bible, which is called the good news, and start looking for some good news time. There's a rap song, I guess it is, because I've never heard it. They got a commercial saying, we're going to be all right. I think it's a rap song. Is that a rap song? I got, uh, Trevor has to help me back here. He's doing it. Because you know, I'm too old for that. And so, uh, it, uh, I don't know what their whole meaning, I don't know the words of the whole thing, but what I, the only thing they say, we're going to be all right. Amen. Well, we're going to be all right. Yeah, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right because God has promised to uphold us with his hands. And when you're in God's hands, can't nothing take you down. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you're in God's hands, you can't fall. Because his hands are stronger than Satan's hands. And he will not lose his grip. You see? I'm glad this morning that I'm promised. He promised me. He said, okay, you're going to stumble sometimes, Johnny. But you won't fall. Because I'm going to hold you. Are y'all with me? See, so, so that takes away a lot of worrying. There's too much worrying going on. Amen. Do you know I've never heard worrying solve anything? You see, matter of fact, sometimes worrying will get you in the... See, let me do it this way. You need to stay out of folks' business. My mom used to tell me to stay out of people's business, right? Uh, that's, that's old school. Now here, listen to me very carefully. Some people are getting in God's business. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about getting in God's business. Because God can handle his business. And one of his promises is, to me, he says, uh, cast your cares upon the Lord and he will sustain you. And he will never let the righteous be shaken or fall. You can tell the scripture that it's going to go again. I couldn't worry about stuff. Good worry. Because, you see, when something gets out of control in my life, this is what I do. See, God, if you've got a problem, 
this, this is God's problem. Yes. I'm going to say, God, I'm not going to get in your business. This is your business. This ain't none of my business. This is your business because you promised me through the word, Psalms 55 and 22, this is your business, and I'm letting you take care of your business. Please. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. So, Lord, I've cast my cares upon you, and you will sustain me. So I'm okay. Because that's God's problem. You see, see, a lot of times people pray and they say, I'm putting it in the hands of the Lord, and then they put their hands in it. No, no. When you cast your cares upon the Lord, he will sustain you. Then when you cast your cares, cast me, that's his means. You understand what I'm saying? The Lord will never let the righteous be shaken. You need to hear me. The Lord will never let the righteous be what? Shaken or fall. Be shaken or fall. We will, remember we say in this church, this is our, we won't fall apart. We grieve, but we won't fall apart. Sometimes we cry, but we won't fall apart. There are things in life that hurt your spirit, that hurt you down into your heart and down into your soul, but you got to handle it. You say, Lord, you promised me that I would not be shaken or fall. One of the, one of the tricks of the devil is when something comes up in your life and you call yourself a Christian, he wants you to be shaken or fall because he wants the people around you that you have said that you trusted in the Lord. He wants the people around you to see you fall. But he's a liar. We've got people in this church that's buried children, that's buried parents, that's buried siblings. We've had them, and they've done a great job. They grieved, they cried, but they didn't fall apart. Because they had cast that upon the Lord. It was the love of God. It was the love of God that gave them the strength to keep moving forward. He, he upheld them in the midst of their crisis. You understand what I'm saying? You got to trust Him. Trust Him. You got to trust Him, people. You're going, we're going through situations. Life will always deal you some nasty cards. It's everybody. Goes through things, but it's how you handle them. You see? You see, the tough, the strong in the Lord will refuse to be shaken. You see? I can't promise you. There's one thing I can promise you. I can't promise you that nothing's not going to hurt you and happen to hurt you in your life. I can't promise you that nothing's going to get down into the very depths of your soul with pain and grief. I can't promise you that. But I can promise you through the word of God that God loves you enough that you can make it through without falling. Amen. Amen. Yes. When your strength runs, when your strength runs out, lean to him. When you can't figure out life, the Bible says, lean to God. Lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. No matter what your situation or what your circumstance is, I don't know what your grieving is now or what you're going through. Maybe lost a job. Maybe dealing with this virus. Maybe dealing with some other sickness. But I tell you this. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. And he will direct your path. He will give you the wisdom and the knowledge and the foresight and the insight to deal with your circumstance. Say that to Now let's turn to 1 Peter 5. 
starting at verse 6 from the Passion. I'm, I'm feeling good about this because I came in here to tell you that you, we're going to be all right. All right. We're going to be all right. Amen. Yeah, we are. We're going to make it through this. You see, some of us are older that we've been through worse than this. Huh? And we're going to get through this. But you got to listen to, to the scriptures. Now, the rap song is, we're going to be all right. I don't know what that meaning was behind it. I don't know what the, what the rest of the words are. But I'm telling you, we're going to be all right because we can fall seven times and we will rise again because God will not let us stay there. And as we grow in the Lord, we won't even fall. We will grow. As we grow in the Lord, we may stumble, but we will not fall yes. because he will uphold us with his hands. Yes, he will. Sometimes it's his hands of mercy. Sometimes it's his hands of grace. But I promise you, I promise you, he'll hold you up. He'll hold you up. Amen. All right? We are told, if you bow low in God's awesome presence, he will eventually exalt you as you leave the tiny in his hands. God, the Bible tells us that when things happen to us, and, 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 and we got to get humble. We gotta humble ourselves down. God will exalt us. You see? But you gotta humble yourself. He will exalt you. It's according to the scriptures. Because we in his hands. We in his hands. He will lift us up. He promised us that. Alright? Pour out all your worries and stress upon him. He says, pour out all your worries and stress upon who? I come to tell you this morning, pour out everything. This bothering you. Pour that on him. Say, God, you got some issues going on. Give them to me. I can't handle it. So I'm giving them to you. And you promised me through the word of God that I could do that. Alright? And leave them there, for and he always tenderly cares for you. And where? Leave them there. Well, you leave them there. Put them in God's business. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there. For he always tenderly cares for you. Yeah. What are we going to do? we got situations. We don't get out of this. But right now, we're going to be carefree. Amen? Because we're going to put on him. Can't do nothing out of nowhere. Why are you trying to fix stuff you can't fix? That makes absolutely no sense at all. You ain't something you can't do nothing out of nowhere. Sometimes it's children. Sometimes it's spouses. Sometimes it's ex-spouses. Huh? Sometimes it's, it's, it's employees, employers. Sometimes it's friends, family members. Sometimes it's your body. It's a physical thing. But I'm giving it to you. Right? You with me? Show me. We are told in verse 8, be well balanced. And always the Lord. See, the Bible tells us to be well balanced. And I love that. You've got to be balanced. Well balanced and alert. Always watching. Alert, alert, alert. Well balanced and alert. Because your enemy, the devil, you have an enemy. The devil. You understand? You all understand? We've got to get well balanced. All right? And be alert. You see? All right. It's because the devil runs around 
roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. The devil is walking around, going to and fro, looking, saying, who he can get to? But guess what? He can't get to you because you are involved. That's right. Amen. But he's still looking. There's one thing that the devil won't do is quit looking. He won't quit. Because he's trying to deal with what he needs to deal with to destroy your blessings with God. See, he wants you to believe he's right in God's life. Right. He's telling you this. He said, that, that goes for other people, but that don't go for you. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack. So we're going to do what? We're going to stand against him and resist his every attack yeah. with strong and vigorous faith. Amen. We are going to stand against all his attacks with strong and vigorous faith. Yeah. You see? By your faith in God will make you victorious. Yeah. That's right. You see? You see? I don't believe in you, but I believe what's in you. And that is God's faith. And by that faith that you have with the faith of God in you, you won't fall Alright? For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure. So you know what? We know this. Do this again. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world. Your believe your brothers and sisters around. You ain't insane by yourself. You ain't the only person that's got an issue. Amen. Amen. A whole lot of folks got the same issue you got. Alright. And they're experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure. And they're experiencing the same kind of what? Troubles. Troubles that you endure. But I don't know if they, how they're going to make it, but I know you're going to make it because you're not going to fall because the Bible says that God has got you in his hands and he will not let you fall. You may stumble for a minute. That's right. He will not let you fall. Amen. All right. And in verse 10, then after your brief suffering, the God of all loving grace. And he said, listen to me, listen to me. After your brief Suffering. Yeah. You say you won't suffer long. You said after your brief suffering, what will happen? The God of all loving grace. The God of all loving grace. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. The God of all loving grace. He has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ. He's called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ. Right. Will personally and powerfully restore you. And make you stronger than ever. And no matter what we go through and what we've been through, he will make us stronger than ever. Yeah. There's only a few of you. Repeat after me. That that doesn't kill me. That doesn't kill me. Simply makes me strong. Simply makes me strong. That's how it works. Because what comes out of me, God replaces strength in me. Yeah. You see? When grief comes out of me. He restores joy. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. And he will set you firmly in place and build you up. Yeah. Many people 
strong church. Or build up in situations and circumstances. But they hung in there. They hung in there. They went from crawling to standing, excuse me, to walking, to jogging, to running this life with Christ. You'll make you strong in the The good times never made me strong. The bad times would make me strong. Each time something would happen, I, I look at it like this, it's an animal. Make me strong. That's why I said, that that doesn't kill me. Amen. 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 If you want to see grace, you look at God's grace. You want to see grace. Not only the sins that he forgiven me of and the lifestyle that he forgiven me of is grace, but I'm talking about through some of the health things that I've been through, some of the battles that I've been through. It is his grace that took me through. And he told me that when the doctors had told you I didn't have this much and folks and this and I didn't think it, he said, Johnny, my grace is sufficient.
And he has all the power needed to do this forever. And he's got what? All, all the power. power. All the power he needs to do this forever. Yeah. God's power doesn't run out of church. He's got all the power yes. to do this. That means that means in 2020, he's got the power. All right. He's got the power Amen. to do what it means to be done. I just love getting excited about the power of God in you and in me through his grace. I didn't know. I wrote some more scripture down here because I didn't know how I fast I would get through this. So it looks like I haven't got the, the, the sign of the 30 minutes yet. So I'm going to have to go to my reserve. Yeah. 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 i got to go to my reserve. All right, here we go. And that is James 4, verse 6 through 8 from the Passion. But he continues to pour out more and more grace upon us. And he continues to pour out what? More and more grace upon us. Yeah. I need his grace. But I feel insufficient. God says, pour that grace in. You already need me. It's my grace. It's my grace that makes Johnny feel so it's my grace. It's his grace that makes you who you are. You see, thank God for his grace. Somebody wrote a song that amazing grace. Not just grace, but amazing grace. He'll pour it out on you. All right? For it says, God resists you when you are proud. Yeah, when you are proud, you think you're going to do it on yourself? He walks away from Zion. Don't do it. And you think that's going to work? I remember some of you all were young, but we were getting told once. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Steve, don't touch that stone. Right. You were good stone, cold stone, something like that. And the parents would tell you once. Huh? They would tell you then. You see, in that fire, when you touch it hot, it would humble you. Yes, it would. You see, sometimes he tells you something, you don't listen to him, he pours his grace. And you don't want to be humble, you think you know it yourself, and he steps back and lets you figure it out yourself. Uh -huh. You gotta stay humble. Yeah. Yeah. Alright? That's exactly what this says, but continually pours out grace when you are humble. I stay humble. Lord, continue on your grace. Yeah. Yeah. Continue to do with your grace. Alright. Because your grace is sufficient. Yes, if I want to be sufficient, it's only because of your grace. Only because of grace. Here we go. So then, surrender to God. Stand up to the devil and resist him. Hey, surrender to God. God, I'm leaving this up to you. Okay. I'm going to stand up to the devil and resist him. And he will turn and run away from you. Because he can't stand it when Jesus comes. He'll plead when Jesus comes. But see, if you admit when you get home and you say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Come down and shower me with your grace. Save me. Because he can't stand that. That's right. Here we go. Last question. Yes. Verse 8. Move your heart closer and closer to God. Move your heart where? Closer. Closer to God. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be all right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going right. to we move our heart closer and closer to God. This is one of the best things that ever happened in this country. The ones that are getting it right. He's telling us, you make it look closer to God. He separated us from each other. Right. Yes. He said, yeah, we need to get closer to God. Right. 
And once we do that, he will come even closer. And, then once, and once we do that, he'll come closer. Yeah. He'll come closer. You see, there's no space that uh, we are supposed to be six, what is it, six feet away from each other? Uh -huh. That's a good thing. That means God six feet. Victorious. That's what we're about. We will come out of this thing victorious. 
and this church will be stronger, and this church will be the better for it. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray it all in agreement. Said, Amen. 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 Amen.